Hello everyone. So I am not really hundred percent sure um where I'm going with this podcast. I just kind of got the idea and I feel like I want to speak on it because I think it's definitely something that's very relevant to everyone's life in the world right now. And that's kind of the I want to say like digitalization of our society, so how everything is very dependent on the digital and the I guess like um I don't know what would you call it like not necessarily all computers but how we have such a heavy reliance on so many different aspects of the digital harness sphere space whatever you call it and kind of like what I don't know what this will mean for us going forward so I think like the big one that I first noticed I was in I did sociology and A-level and our teacher taught us about phantom limb syndrome and it's a sociological theory, I can't remember the sociologist, I want to say like Susan or like, I feel like it was, I'm not sure, an S name, but she basically proposed the idea that especially our generation, the younger generation, have this attachment to their phone almost as if it's like a limb of theirs and it's like essential to us the same way that an arm or a leg is essential and I remember way of thinking that was quite interesting and once she kind of pointed that out I noticed how heavily I relied on my phone and um, my family are like a little bit like older I would say a lot of like people my age have parents that are maybe like 10-15 years younger So my family was sort of more of the generation where technology was not 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 used, but like my grandparents didn't get um, Wi-Fi even until a couple of years ago. Like they just they just didn't use it. Um, And I always remember when I would be on my phone, they would kind of they just couldn't quite like seem to understand like the point or what I was doing with it. And obviously, when you're younger, you're not necessarily doing anything completely revolutionary but as I got older I kind of started to realize how much I guess room for development there is with with phones and just the digital the digital I'm going to call it like the digital space because I'm not sure how else to word it but the amount of I guess like information that that you can get from digital whether it's google or the dark web or literally anything like there's so many different aspects to it and i think it's interesting when you look at how much it plays a part in our day-to-day life i think covid was a big one for the change from in-person to online especially when you look at teams meetings and zoom calls all of those kind of things like i know we've had skype and stuff in the past i feel like all of those things were they were there, but they weren't necessarily used, like in base was still preferred, but now you see consultations are over the phone or they're on a team's call, even with doctor's appointments, you kind of, it's it's 10 times harder to get a face-to-face doctor's appointment because it's just easier to do it through the phone. And I think that's like a big, the probably the biggest, I guess, factor for a lot of people, especially businesses, is they look at it as, it's easy it's more you have increased interconnectedness because you can contact anyone in the world you're not bound by physical limitations but also 
you can do so much more with the platform. You can share links while you're talking. You can direct them places. You can. It's such an I don't know accessible type of thing. Such an it's a, it's hard to even describe like what what it is. I don't really know much about the digital side of anything, but I think it's it's so interesting to look at. I don't know before even early 2000s when flip phones were kind of like the thing like how everything was still a lot more I don't know I don't I want to say like real world worldly <laughs> but I'm not sure if that's even the right word for it but I feel like as a society now the way that we are developing forward is with it's almost sort of half th like three-dimensional I guess like half feet on the ground you're around in your surroundings and then half digital it's it's definitely like a it's quite hard to explain but it's definitely like a split i would say with the the amount that you use the digital devices and things the amount that you kind of have these involved in your everyday life and i mean i think screen time was a big thing for people when screen time came out everyone was like whoa shit like that's actually terrifying to think how that's how much i go on my phone and i think <clears throat> i always remember in school like when i was younger phones phones were like <laughs> they were not allowed in second our secondary school did not allow phones like it was almost like they were um they were like demonized in a way. And obviously what does that make a bunch of kids want to do? If you tell them not to do something, they want to do it more. And I'm not saying that my school was like responsible for increasing our phone usage, but I think there is something to be said about, especially when you look at um, older generations kind of that didn't grow up with, with this digital age, I guess their their view on it is so so different to ours especially when you look at how we live now versus how we lived when they were i don't know our age so uh, like i'm 19 when my granddad say for example was 19 he was that wasn't a thing the most digital thing they had was a newspaper and that's literally not even digital and it's it's interesting because i think there's so much that can be said about um I don't know, like, especially with social media and the news, kind of how on social media your news is tailored to you. Um, you kind of follow what you're interested in or what you want to see. And apart from, like, I guess things that are, like, maybe trending, you experience a very personalised section of the internet based around your needs because of cookies and all of that kind of stuff. I don't really know much about it. But when you look back to the old older times i want to say, maybe we'll say like the the 70s the 80s the 90s there was a set amount of stories that were given airtime and there was not i don't want to say restrictions but there was limit limited availability to what was accessible to everyday people um because this i guess digital customization wasn't wasn't available it wasn't around and i think that's maybe what the older generation kind of get confused about is I think because their their view of a phone is you're texting someone right because that's what they were first for and now you look at what a phone has become especially especially like smartphones like they are literally like everything on one phone there's everything you could ever need games books movies travel you can 
book you could do anything on a phone and that kind of is like I don't want to say concerning but it does make me think like if we can do that and that's been developed within 10 years say first iPhone was what 2007 or something so just maybe 10-15 years how it's gonna evolve forward from that and you look at like what you know you know when you're talking to someone and they're they're like glued to their phone and you're you're you feel like you're talking into thin air it's I think that's that's why I say when it's like concerning is because I think a lot of people do have this heavy heavy reliance on their phone like with with our alarms we don't have alarm clocks anymore we just use our phone or or I don't know when you're it's even things the things that I find interesting are when you're in a queue in waiting to pay for something in shop you're on your phone because it's less awkward than being just stood there but I I think about it in the sense that yeah you can meet hundreds of new people on your phone online like it's nothing but I mean maybe it's just because it's part of my philosophy I think you 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 meet people as and when you're meant to you meet certain people along the way and they can come to you in literally the most random places and I do think that constantly using your phone as like a distraction device or something to give you something to do especially when you're out in public it kind of takes away the opportunities for new experiences with other people because I don't know about you when I was younger me and my mum used to go and people watch all the time like I've literally grown up people watching I think it's so fun just to like observe how people behave and what they do and now it's harder <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it's harder than than it used to be because most of the time people are just sat on their phone that's not to say that they're not doing the most revolutionary incredible things on their phone because they very well may be but this is what I mean when I say that there's such a heavy participation in the digital space that's taking away from the I guess the 3d like real physical world that we live in because we're always actively engaged in the digital and I think that's kind of the point that is interesting to me is where is the line is there a balance and is it an is it an issue that there's an imbalance or is there an imbalance is there going to be an imbalance I think especially I mean Elon Musk has said, I think, a couple of times about AI, how, I mean, I know he's still funding it, but he said how it's literally the most terrifying thing that you can encounter. And you look at how far it's come in 10 years, where is it going to be in the next five, even, when, what was that? Oh, I feel like my building is falling apart. It sounded like rocks crumbling down the side of a cliff but i am in cardiff so i'm so probably not rocks crumbling down the side of the cliff anyway i digress yeah i think that's that's kind of the the like concerning parts i guess i would say like this the uh I, it's not necessarily a concern i think it's more of a query into because i know i'm not i don't necessarily think that we should all be living like titties to the wind eating our fruits on the beach because we've done that back in the day you know like olden times like people have lived like that and now we're developing and I think like seeing seeing how we develop is very interesting um seeing what we can come up with so I'm not necessarily saying that we all need to go back to like running the paper from the paper boy in the morning and like horse and carriage around like I'm not saying that but I think it's it's interesting to see how quick the progression has been 
with technology and technological advancements in such a short period of time, especially when you think of, I, I kind of, this may be straying off topic a little bit, but if you look at like the industrial revolution and stuff, um, that, that sort of, I kind of want to describe it as like expansion that changed everything like that literally changed everything and that was pretty much a happy accident i'm not saying it was happy i know a lot of crazy shit went on and it was not good for a lot of people um but if you look at the expansion that i guess the western world and capitalism experienced in that time it makes me think is the digital space scope going to have the same kind of thing because you know they say history repeats itself you look you've got the the nazi um camps in what was that the 1940s 1930s 1940s and now you've got the um the chinese camps for muslims where they're trying to convert them and that's i think recently it was a couple months ago the death toll for those camps passed surpassed the death toll for the Jewish camps and so this is what I'm saying when history repeats itself there's hundreds of studies about history repeating itself um and I mean even in fashion I do a fashion course we learn about the 20 year rule things come in cycles things repeat and repeat and repeat and it's it's normally the the context of the situation will have changed but the ideology and logic around it will be the same um I guess like you could say with with the these concentration camps like it's dressed up differently, but it's still the same underlying issue. And that is kind of the thing that interests me with digital, the digital space. And I think that's like a lot of, I mean, I don't know much about trading or anything, um, but I've been seeing a lot about like Web3 and being able to be in charge of your own kind of like set of the internet, kind of having your own control over it. I think that's kind of the basic idea of what I've got from it. And it makes sense because if you look at the industrial revolution kind of piecing this together in my head as i yawn so if it doesn't make sense i do apologize with the industrial revolution people wanted sort of to regain some control they wanted oh there's new opportunities i can grow from this i can take from this i can learn from this i can have some power i guess and all these people moved to the city and i mean half of them were fed a dream and half of them i guess made it for maybe not half but few did make it for themselves and I think it's very similar when you look at trading you look at there are these people that do it very well and they really do make a career for themselves out of it but a lot of people just lose a shit ton of money because they don't have an actual plan don't really know what they're doing or they kind of get scammed into it because they don't do it properly or logically and it's it's the same with back then and it's then with web3 like is web3 going to be the new industrial revolution I don't know was that the most stupid thing I've ever said, probably. I do not know enough to be talking on this, but I think it's like you need to start looking at these similarities with situations where it's a promise of a greater tomorrow, you know, these kind of things. Like even Gold Rush, 1964, 1864, I think. 1864? I can't remember. I definitely want to say it was the 1860s. Gold Rush, everyone fled from i i want to say it was either to do with oregon or california this is really taking me back to year nine history here but that loads of people decided to elope to these areas and were promised loads of gold there is a common theme throughout history of 
big promise and big change. And there is big change, but it often comes with mass destruction. Um, if you look at the, the Industrial Revolution, pretty much was the reason for the slave trade. And that is abhorrent. And that is a direct consequence of people wanting money and power and success. But because of the values at the time, people didn't have respect for for these these people of colour, they used them. And it's the same, if you look at now, like I'm, I guess in today's society, we kind of think we're more woke and stuff. I think there's still a lot of issues, especially like I think our, my area, I don't know, people that I, I socialise with are quite, would you say liberal? Yeah, liberal, like free thinkers, um, open to new ideas. And um, I think I kind of forget sometimes that not everyone is like that, which is absolutely fine. You don't have to be. You can think however you want. But when you look at it in the terms of people that are racist, homophobic, sexist, all of these things, and they wouldn't think twice about exploiting, I don't know, a person of colour, even today, or a woman or anything to get like a leg up and i think that's kind of what you see a lot in in these i guess like scams these online scams that's a big thing with the online community the online space bots and scams and all these things where and i'm not necessarily saying that this is directly because they're racist people or whatever that's not what i'm saying but they people especially online because there's not that face-to-face -face, um what is it you know when you're speaking to someone and it it you have to you have to i don't want to say like know how to lie but if if you're a fraudster back in the day you had to you had to sell them the dream face to face you had to get the tone of voice the body language now send a text and someone that doesn't have the same um maybe experiences or understanding of the internet this is especially what i mean when you think about say for example older people of color maybe immigrants who've moved to the us usa to make a better life for their children for example maybe they don't speak fluent english or they don't make enough money to know how to work a computer properly they get these fraud fraudulent messages and i know it's not a direct attack on these people they just kind of hope that they can get the scam from whoever but it's it's an unfair power balance there because Although they live in this area and they, I don't know, I want to say have these opportunities, they really don't. It comes back to the glass ceiling, concrete ceiling. I'm getting very sociological today. Um, I'll explain them quickly for anyone who doesn't know what they mean. So the glass ceiling is, oh, I don't I don't know the, the socio sociologists who, who I guess spoke on it, um, but it's basically saying that with women in the workforce, I think, there's this glass ceiling where you can see development beyond you, but it's actually really hard to develop beyond that. And it's almost like a glass ceiling that like you can't get through. And then the concrete ceiling is referring to minority, like ethnic minority groups, because they don't even have a chance to get to see through the ceiling. They literally have no, no, no like opportunities because of their i guess perceived view in society so i think that's kind of the the big thing with um i guess what i am kind of bringing race and I, what i'm going to say i'm 
going to bring in to it as a whole is inequality so um people who fall under the like inequality all those people that fall under the inequality bracket so people that are treated unfairly based on their skin color where they come from their gender their size even all of that all of that stuff um you look at maybe the the disadvantages that they've had growing up due to circumstances that are completely out of their control might i add which is why i guess ex social exclusion is such a piss take because as lady gaga would say they were born that way um but yeah especially to consider the digital side of things it's not something yeah it's pretty straightforward to be able to use a laptop and turn it on like yeah it is but to someone that wasn't born with that we were raised with it i was raised with it it's a pretty common thing to know how to use but i'm not being funny i ain't even you put me on photoshop i don't have a clue what to do like it's not as simple as people think it's just because we are so in the house it's like a skill if you do something every day, you're going to get better at it. There's people, my mum my struggles to work her iPhone sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, everyone is going to experience that differently. And people that don't have the same skill set are at a greater disadvantage, especially with the reliance that we have on digital, because the real life, I guess, experiences that they could have excelled at maybe aren't open for them anymore you look at the high street all of these long-time family businesses that have thrived for hundreds of years they're now they're now failing because no one's shopping on the high street everyone shops online and it's it's sad to see the sort of reality scope kind of being blended like i mean it's not necessarily sad it's, it's it is a good thing but if you look at these people that do very much rely on the physical world and not the digital it must be hard for them when covid came out all these old people they've got a they've got to log their lateral flows with a 16 digit code onto their computer that is a 10 step process and even i as a 19 year old struggled with that is so difficult what about if they don't have a phone or a computer or or they don't they can't read the 16 digit number do you know what i mean it's all made very it's it's too techy and they kind of expect everyone to have the same like level of tech but that's just not attainable that's not accessible at all and that is what i kind of i kind of worry about another thing big 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 one this one homeless people how do they i mean i know that they get by a lot a lot of the times people give them donations but we are moving towards a cashless society what happens then and i know a lot of people say well they should get a job or they should do this no 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 they are not the problem the problem is that they have nowhere to live that is simply it they have nowhere to live and why don't they have anywhere to live power imbalance throughout society that can be picked up in all different areas and it's like screaming at us that there is something wrong and i think especially when we look into the unpredictability of the digital scope moving forward we don't know where ai is going to take us we don't know where this is going to go is it 100 percent safe to to do this when we have 
groups of people that can't even afford to feed themselves or get a bed for the night. Like fix fix these real life problems first before uploading it all online. This meta the metaverse, I'm like, I get it. I do get it. I see why, but that is inception. Literally inception. That is it is why do we need to live inside a life that isn't like like avatars why i have the sims you know like i've got sims i don't need this like yeah it's pretty pictures and pretty scenery but i feel like i need to just stress it's not it's not real like it's not real it's pixels and programming it's not a real what well, is it is an experience but it's i feel like we just have lost the appreciation of doing something that's maybe it takes a lot of effort or is like long and annoying but once you accomplish it it's incredible like going for a hike in i don't know say you go on holiday and you go for a two-hour hike and then when you get there the views are amazing or you could just look it up on your phone and go oh this is half for half an hour down the road that's nice isn't it and then that's it do you know what i mean it's these i feel like we don't do anything anymore we don't go anywhere we don't want to do a nine to five not that not that nine to five should even be a thing because that's not an efficient way to work but i feel like we we do a lot less as a society than we used to because a lot of what we do is on a screen so in terms of our body and our space is that good is it good i don't i mean i, I can't necessarily say something's either good or bad there's definitely arguments for both but i think there's a lot of I just keep using the word uncertainty, but I think it's a word that needs to be used. It's uncertainty to what is going on at the minute. Because we're all kind of present, but we're not present. We're just here. And it's, it's, it's a strange time at the minute, especially with the way that we're... This, I guess, with these... The new developments are they come about so quick and they're so mind-blowing i guess you could say i mean this is kind of like maybe might not seem as mind-blowing but if you look at like video game visuals and the graphics on those from like 10 years ago to what they are now that is insane i don't even know how you'd go about doing that but that is like what vr vr just blows my mind all these all these developments they're so quick they're so quick i just think where are the flying cars and where are the where's the moon trip i want to go to the moon i would rather go to the moon than be put in the metaverse because at least then i can like physically see it and physically go you know what i mean take me to the moon but anyway i feel like i feel like i've uh i've clocked off now the, uh, the the talking has stopped coming out so um i hope you all enjoyed it and thank you for listening and uh, goodbye love you all